Hello there and welcome. You are listening to the Stories from a Quest to Live Happier podcast, and I'm your host, Nancy Jane Smith. I'm a licensed professional counselor, and in this podcast, I share my stories and lessons I've learned and I continue to learn on my quest to live happier. This podcast is produced every week, and the show notes are found at live-happier.com backslash podcast, and this is episode 19 called The 4AM Visitor. Greetings from a very snowy Columbus, Ohio. It's beautiful as I look outside. Not a lot of accumulation, but it's certainly coming down, and it's a beautiful winter scene, and I'm glad to be safely inside and warm. But um, today, I wanted to talk about the 4 a.m. visitor. So let me set the scene for what I mean when I say the 4 a.m. visitor, which sounds much more fun than the actual 4 a.m. visitor I'm speaking of. So, you know, slowly you roll over and you look at the clock and you say, oh, good, it's 4 a.m. I have more time to sleep. That's like the best feeling in the world. And you realize you have to go to the bathroom. A very dangerous proposition because sleep is a valuable commodity these days. And you know that if you go to the bathroom, you run the potential of running into your 4 a.m. visitor. The what were you thinking monger. Now a monger is my term for that inner critic or inner bully that kind of yeah, 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 all the time in, in your head. And the monger is by definition, is a person who promotes a specific activity, situation, or feeling, especially one that is undesirable or discreditable. So your monger is there to promote the fact of how much you suck. (laughs) So you're afraid you're going to run into the what were you thinking monger. So you stumble to the bathroom, careful not to think about anything, run into anything, or wake up more than necessary. And as you lay back down thinking you have successfully dodged the enemy, You have a flashing thought of the party you went to the previous night, and it starts. What were you thinking wearing that dress? You look like you were begging for attention. I can't believe you said, fill in the blank, to Mary. She's going to think you're a freak. You totally should have said more to the host. You're so rude. As you lay there swimming in thought, your breath quickens, your skin gets clammy, and your chest tightens. You pull yourself out of bed knowing sleep is futile at this point. The 4 a.m. visitor is a particularly brutal one. It is one thing to deal with our mongers during the day when we are at full capacity, but at night our defenses are down and we're completely caught off guard. Not to mention how important the actual act of sleeping is to our systems and how well we feel when we're sleeping. And when the 4 a.m. visitor comes, we can't get any sleep because at night we have a more difficult time separating the truth from reality. So the messages of the monger seem even more powerful and even more true. So earlier this week, I was visited by my 4 a.m. visitor. And I was spun off for her for a while, and I let her just hammer me. My heart was racing. I was freaking out about stuff I'd said and done earlier that day. And I was falling for her words, hook, line, and sinker. I was totally, she was winning the game. She was beating me down. She was telling me how much I sucked and how I'd totally messed up this situation and how I just had done it wrong, and I just couldn't unhook from her. And I was just about ready to give up and head down to turn on the TV at 4 a.m. when I thought, wait a minute, is this even true? That brief thought turned the what were you thinking monger on her toes, but she quickly replied, of course this is true, and spun the story one more time back to how terrible I had been and how I totally messed up and done everything wrong. But simply by asking myself, is that really true? I created a gap between her and I. I could recognize that she was no longer my voice. She was merely the voice of the 4 a.m. visitor. After creating that gap, I worked to change my thoughts. She was persistent, 
But each time her voice filled my brain, I shifted to one of my go-to thoughts. And my go-to thoughts are really the saving grace. This getting rid of your 4 a.m. visitor is a twofold. One, recognizing, and this is the hardest part, that that voice that's in your head is really not your voice. Instead, it's your inner, inner monger who's there to tell you how much you suck. And I have a lot of information about the monger, and I really believe these mongers are here to protect us and keep us safe. And so the monger is getting fired up by the fact that you might have looked stupid or you might have looked bad the way you handled the situation. And so she's her anxiety is at her highest. And she can jump in there at 4 a.m. and really go to town. And it's your job to recognize, wait a minute, this isn't even true. You are totally spreading crap here. You are spreading propaganda Filling, filling your own need to be stressed and concerned instead of really looking out for what I need right now, which is sleep. So recognizing is this really true is a great way to separate your voice from the mongoose voice. Now, let's pretend and say you're kind of laying there and you're like, you know what, I did mess up. I did make a mistake. I did handle this situation wrong or that situation wrong. And the monger is right. Okay. If the monger is right, then figure out a way to make the situation better. So let's say you did say something inappropriate to your friend at a party or you didn't bring a bottle of wine when you were supposed to. So make a mental note that you're going to apologize to the host and you're going to apologize for the fact you didn't bring your wine and you're going to apologize to your friend that you're going to make amends. But laying there at 4 a.m., letting your monger hammer you is not okay. That isn't help- helping anyone. So if you have made a mistake, you can fix it. If you are just laying there and letting it beat you to a bloody pulp over something that you cannot fix or may or may not even be true, it's time just to let it go. It's That isn't helpful to anyone. So when you can recognize, is that really true? And let's say the answer comes back, yes. The next question is, how can I fix it? How can I make this better? Who do I need to apologize to? What do I need to do to make it better? Because sometimes our mongers, even though they do spread propaganda, part of what they're saying is true. And so we can take that kernel, very small piece of truth, and make it into something better for ourselves and and make amends. Now, I talked about the go-to thoughts. So this is the second step of getting rid of your 4 a.m. visitor, the go-to thoughts. And these are the thoughts I use to help myself fall asleep. You can come up with your own go-to thoughts. It's whatever works best for you. But some of the ones that works for me, and you're going to probably laugh, but that's okay, I go through and I name the 50 states, or I name the presidents, or walking through my high school, college dorm, or any other familiar place, I intentionally walk myself through a place that I feel fondly about. I replay a fun vacation and walk myself through the different places we went, or I relive a fun day and I walk through some fun things in my brain, walking through the fun activities we engaged in. So it allows me to fully activate my brain into a totally different place by walking through my college campus and walking around and trying to remember what my college schedule was or where I was on a certain day or a certain year. I can fill my brain with other thoughts other than letting it silences the 4am monger. She isn't there blaring on about how much I suck anymore because I'm putting myself in this completely different place. So eventually, and much quicker than you'll think possible, you can fall asleep. And this happened for me in the example that I'm sharing that I, I did this, I walked through my college campus, I went through how I had, you know, what my freshman year looked like and was trying to piece that all together because it was a while ago. And eventually I fell asleep. 
And I woke up the next morning, I was thrilled that I had successfully turned off my 4am visitor. I wasn't up watching reruns of Three's Company or watching the news at 4am. I was actually asleep where I should be, in my bed, relaxed. So I encourage you to practice this the next time you have the 4am visitor. Two-fold process. One, putting some distance between you and your monger and recognizing, did I do something wrong, really? And if I did, then... How do I make amends for it? And then two, changing your thought pattern so you can fall asleep. And the best thing I found, the best way to do that is to really physically walk through and relive a part of my life, whether that be high school or college dorm, a familiar place, a fun vacation, or reliving a fun day. So those are the ways I think of getting rid of your 4 a.m. visitor. If you have some tips or tricks or a way that you've gotten rid of your monger at 4 a.m., please send me an email, nancyjane at live-happier, or you can tweet me at nancyjane and share your wisdom because I think we can all learn from each other on this one. Now it's time for the segment of the show called the Weekly Ritual Challenge. And one thing that has really helped me live happier is adding regular ritual practices to my daily life. So each week, I'm going to be sharing a ritual with you, and I'm going to be challenging you to complete it. So this week's ritual is be kind. I know what you're thinking, be kind, and how is that a weekly ritual? In an ideal world, we put kindness first. But in reality of life, we're in a hurry. We're trying to get to the next thing, trying to get stuff checked off our list. And the idea of kindness might temporarily go out the window. So this week, the challenge is to bring kindness to the front of our minds. Yes, we all think we're kind. We all want to be kind. But this week, I want you to be intentional about being kind. Hold the door for someone. Let someone in your lane, even though they should have planned ahead. Give someone the right away. Let someone go ahead of you at the grocery store. You could take it one step forward and do a random act of kindness. And also, don't forget about yourself in this Be Kind mission. We're not just being kind to others. We also need to practice a little self-kindness. So good luck with that. And that's the show. Thanks for listening. The Stories from the Quest to Live Happier podcast comes out every week. If you have questions or tips on how you get rid of your 4 a.m. visitor, please email me at nancyjane at live-happier.com or send me a tweet at nancyjane. Until next time, here's to living happier. Happier.